Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, the legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, a little notify bell next to it. Make sure you always get your new Going In Raw yeah. notifications. We are also available if you're interested in supporting Going In Raw. If you enjoy what we do and say, hey, I want to know how I can help these guys. I want to know how to do, help them. Continue to do what they do. Yeah, that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for helping me out there, pal. Sure. I'm here uh, for it, I guess. You can get there on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, we have a bunch of reward tiers over there. $5 a month gets you a bunch of bonus content. We actually have a couple new patrons over the last 24 hours. Uh, Zakarine or Zakarine. Zakarine? Maybe it's Zakarine. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the Night Pigeon. Uh, Mr. Anderson. Oh, wow. Is that the Mr. Anderson? Or if you're a Matrix fan, Mr. Mr. Anderson. Anderson. Uh, and then let's see here. Danners from Straya, mate. I don't know who that what that is, but that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. There you go. Uh-huh. Yeah. New patrons. Thank you very much. We've also got YouTube channel memberships available now. Just hit the join button. Uh, and uh, boom, there you go. There you go. You get all the bonus content that the $5 and up patrons get as well. So that's good stuff, including, of course, the Friday Ask Stephen Larson Correct. episode, which is always a fun, fun time for all. That it is, that it is, that it is. So anyways. Um, Joshua Martinez yeah. at Disneyland. He puts it in the Alice in Wonderland ride. Hope you're going on uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. That's the best ride at all Disneyland, in my estimation. That or Space Mountain. Uh, I hope he gets to go to Galaxy's Edge. Oh, yeah. You think you know me. That's kind of cool. You go to, you go to the Star Wars thing and Edge is there. Uh-huh. On this day. I see Han Solo. So, anyways, man, we're coming up on Hell in a Cell. We're going to do a lot of reactions to that this Sunday. Next Sunday. Six. Nice. I'm get a free weekend. Man, I keep on thinking that it's only this weekend. No, but oh, the next weekend great. is like we got no life because you got SmackDown premiere on Friday. Uh, I guess nothing going on Saturday, but then Sunday is hell in the cell. What do you prefer? So it's still three nights of watching wrestling. It's just one of the nights is extra huge. Yeah. Um, what do you prefer the way? I mean, I, dude, I don't like giving up my Friday nights. I shouldn't complain because what we do is pretty fun. But uh, yeah, Friday nights are kaput at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we'll be home at like 830. Yeah, it's not that bad. Destroy it completely. It's not like we have to watch the East, the West Coast feed. Yeah, that's that's cool. Um, so, uh, so yeah, it's going to be Monday. Now we get Tuesdays free from watching wrestling. Wednesdays are, are heavy, yeah, and then Thursdays we're off from watching wrestling, and then Fridays it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how that affects us. True, uh, I know everybody in the world of wrestling content. Well, no, that's not like we're completely free from watching wrestling on Tuesday because uh, we'll talk about this in non-news. Impact October first, they're gonna be on Access Tuesday nights. Yeah, hey, you know I I'm actually kind of shocked because that's a good idea. I thought for sure they were going to be like, hey, a new player has entered the Wednesday Night Wars. Oh, <laughs> and they'd program for Wednesday also. Get smashed. <laughs> or, you know, I really like being on it Friday nights at like midnight Ten. or whatever it was. <laughs> hey, we'll be on right after SmackDown for yeah. those who still want to watch wrestling. We've got a new channel member here, Marlon Douglas. Thank you. Thanks, Marlon. A couple super chats from Nee Kyle. Sorry I'm late, but happy fifth anniversary. Thanks, Nee Kyle. from, I believe, South Africa. Thank you, Nee Kyle. Cool. And then Daniel and Sinus. Uh, thanks for always being there. I travel every other week for work, and I appreciate the content. Yeah, that's going to be another thing, too, is that our our content schedule is going to be a little bit strange. Yeah. Because, so we're committed to doing, what do we do, five, uh, five or six? We do six podcasts a week. Right now, we kind of do seven, although Countout's being kind of left behind because we're bringing 10 for the win back. Yeah, so it's going to be, I think we're going to do five podcasts a week still. Like, I kind of feel like, because there's people out there who really like Countout, and that's cool. Um, But uh, Countout, I think, can maybe stick around 
as like a special event thing. Yes, yes. Like, for example, at the end of the year, I'd love to do a Steve's top 10 favorite matches of the year and yeah. Larson's top 10. And that yeah. doesn't, that's not really funny enough to do like a 10 for the win. So it's like, yeah, I'll yeah, do yeah. that as kind of. We'll sit down and talk about it. It's yeah. like year end stuff. Maybe Mania season, we can figure out some stuff. Can uh, is perfect for, yeah, year end stuff, stuff we need to shoot in advance. Yeah, yeah. Whenever, or that. if we want to take like a vacation or whatever, mm-hmm. we could do that. But like, it's going to be silly. So Wednesday, we're going to have our weekend news roundup podcast like we always do. Uh, Tuesday, obviously, is still going to be raw. Wednesday, I think we're going to shoot. We're going to do like a news brief and then maybe something smaller yeah, yeah, and yeah, more yeah. produced. Thursday, uh, and then Thursday, we're going to be dropping two podcasts on you at the same yeah, time. Yeah, you get your NXT and uh, AEW show. We're going to film those back-to-back for and the live crowd. And Friday, for sure, we're going to do the SmackDown recap right after the East Coast feed ends. Which is like Friday night, though, yeah. so really for a lot of people, it's like Saturday morning. Yeah. So, yeah. And then Saturday, will be 10 for the win, and Matt Chat will continue on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Good times, good times. Mr. Tuesday Afternoon says, huge news, Humberto Creo confirmed for WB2K20. You know, the, the the sadder thing, or the sad thing about that, is that that's kind of the only 2K20 news that has been released lately. Has been a whole lot. There, that really needs to be more, more at better. this point. More and better. Yeah. Uh, let's get into the Raw. Um, overall, I guess it was a pretty fun show. Uh yeah, any, I didn't I didn't do a community poll simply because when I thought about it, I was like you know it keeps on getting the same numbers every week and I feel like next week I'll start it again because it's the season, season premiere, premiere new logo where they put the thing on there where instead of having straight text they arch it a little bit. I was waiting for somebody to do a I don't know TikTok or whatever they do these days for short stuff like a little Twitter video. We're like hey we need that raw logo. Oh okay uh yeah I forgot about that and they just like boop do a little distort. Yeah, distort, filter, and Photoshop, and that's it. Yeah. And have the little V on the bottom of it. I did notice, though, in the very quick graphic that they showed of, like, because I think it was during the Brock Lesnar announcement yeah. thing, like, the instead of being against, like, flat colors, there was some, like, weird texture thing yeah, going yeah, on yeah. with there's, the background. Yeah, there was a lot of chevron-type shapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of like the little V that's underneath Raw now. I just want my opening music video, man. I'm telling you, you know, because a lot of people were, a lot of people were, uh, were sending me or actually one person, anyways, one of the friend was, one of the friends we met at Starcast sent, um, link to the song that he was referring yeah, to. Yeah. 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 Let's get it on. Let's get it on that one. Remember that one? Mm. It's been the month. Yeah. My generation. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I love that. Yeah. I like so much. I even like the Nickelback one. Mm-mm. Those are good. Uh, the only one I care about is the Attitude Era one. You're, you're, you're crazy. No, I'm not crazy. That's the best of them all, man. Anyways. Garbage cans on fire. Yeah, it's great. Desolate wasteland. Yes. Wrestlers walking through it. Can't top that. It's like it was like sort of a weird drug shootout warehouse setting, great. except for wrestling. It's great. Yeah, and an awesome song. Yeah, and then it's all great songs though. Mm, Nickelback's oh. not great, man. That was a good one. It's terrible. What about tonight is the night? That one's all right. <laughs> it's not as good as the attitude. How did the nickel? Oh, it's yeah, I'm, yeah. Nickelback. That was a good one. It's very catchy. No, it's very generic. <laughs> so there's another episode kind of built around the fiend, mm-hmm. which you can't go wrong with that. At least I haven't yet. Uh, some strong work from AJ Styles. Um, we got a we got a lengthy and awesome Bob Rude backstage interview. Yeah, man, I'm so happy whenever I see him, and then. It, Again, I'd sort of take this thing this is a little bit of a grain of salt. But Dave Meltzer said that uh, Rob Roode is a big, Robert Roode is a big Paul Heyman guy, apparently. And that's yeah. why we're going to see a lot more of oh, him. Oh, that's good. I think that's fantastic. That is good. I think that's so good because he had a good showing, a really strong showing. Yeah. In the, uh, in the elimination match, which I thought was a lot of fun. Yeah. Kind of think they, uh, I mean, once Ray showed up and said, I'm dedicating this match to Walter, I knew he was going to win. Yeah. I was really hoping Ricochet would pick up the win there. I know, that would have been cool. Uh, King Corbin was amazing. He was like the show stealer. Yeah. That was great. And it, was, it was a wise move to go from Party City King to uh, Game of Thrones cosplayer. That's the right move. Yeah. Hot topic. King. It worked. Yeah. I thought it was great. <laughs> that was really Although cool. Although, what they do, it's what? frustrating to me with music when they want to change it rather than. So, for example, the King Corbin stuff, they have that cheesy keyboard based intro. That's supposed to sound regal. Yeah. And they cut to his previous theme. And it's just cut back and forth between the two. And it's awkward. And it's clumsy. It's just like Baron Corbin. And it's awful. Which is why it's great. Because it's Baron Corbin. But if it was isolated, that incident, I might agree with you. But that's just like their approach to mix melding two themes now. There's no creativity involved. It's like, okay, 
eight bars from this, 12 from that, we're good. Yeah, it's meta. It's good. It's not meta. It's, like, it's we lazy. Do, we do this with the tag team stuff because it is so lazy. It's lazy. What, it's who so is lazy. like, this is the personification of like everything is bad. It's so bad it's good now. Baron Corbin. <laughs> Let's just awkwardly. Here's the thing that I like about it. So because bad. you're right about the tag team stuff. That's just lazy. However, in the case of Baron Corbin, I could I guarantee you whoever was doing that was laughing their asses off. They're probably cracking well, up. They're probably laughing their asses theme. off because they were laughing because oh, you think the tag team division could shoehorn two uh, uh, vastly different songs together? Watch what we can do. I wonder whose decision that is with the tag team stuff. You think it's just Vince? Maybe they're fine. Just throw them together. People well, like their themes. Just jam them together. Yeah. So bad. Uh, the club got a new theme. I yeah. didn't really have an opportunity to listen to it. It too was much a lot more though. screaming. Was it? Yeah. That's cool. I like screaming. Uh, we got a pretty decent Sasha Banks versus Nikki Crossman. Yeah, that was good. That was cool. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. It was fine. And then I thought the, the, the Carmella thing needed to be built up more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's sort of apropos of the 24 7 title. It's, it's just, just run out there and do it. Yeah. But I did appreciate that they finally pulled the trigger on that one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Raw was okay. It felt long. It did feel long. It, probably because the Fatal Five Way probably should have been the main event. Yeah, the, the crowd was super, was into that match, but they were not into the actual main event. Yeah, I think because everybody was just waiting for the like everybody knew, knew that it was going to happen. But also the, the, the Fatal Five Way was, was exciting and stuff, and I think people kind of it was worn a, out. yeah, it was it was that was a really fun match. Uh, show kicked off with the typical uh, then now forever opening package, but it was all glitched out. I got a little shot of the fiend in there. Mm-hmm. He's messing with things in the production truck now. Well, that's that's been his mo for a while. His now, time man. away, he went and took some uh, production classes at maybe Full Sail. He yeah, maybe getting there. Press buttons on the uh, the uh, the non linear non linear editing software. But he already knew how to do all that stuff because it was WrestleMania match with Randy Orton. Oh yes. Well, no, that's just flipping a switch, man, or paying someone to do that. This is him actually in the truck messing with levers and stuff. Maybe it's a linear editing machine where they have the little levers and the buttons and stuff to queue up tape. That could be. Probably not. It's probably on a hard drive. After that, we got a Bray Wyatt Seth recap of what happened last week um, when uh, Wyatt. Uh, got up in Seth's face. Show starts with Seth coming down the ring. Um, he said he's been in the ring for a long time, seen a lot of crazy things, but he never felt like he did last week with the Fiend all up in his grill. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, but I'm a survivor. I do what is necessary to survive. I survived Braun. He gave me the beating of a lifetime at Clash Champions. I'm going to go into Hell in the Cell. I'm going to survive against the Fiend, and I'm going to prevail. This brings Braun out. And uh, Braun says, well, you got anything to say to me, you can say it to my face. Says all WTF. And Braun says, I'm happy. He was like, dude, I'm happy not to have fought you. Don't, can't you put two and two together? Don't you understand yeah. context? Yeah. No, I'm a dullard. Yeah, I know, pretty much. So Braun's beef was that Seth was saying, I hope I don't have to uh, wrestle Braun again. Yeah. And, and Braun's like, yeah, you, you, you hope you better not because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to destroy you. And Seth's like, no, no, I'm relieved I don't have to because you beat me up so bad. I said that. And then Seth said, well, I didn't want to fight you, but now I do because you're (laughs) out here talking trash. I do. Look, I kind of appreciate. And it's funny. It's it's. They, they need to be careful with this without making Seth just sound whiny or kind of a dullard himself because later on during his interview, he's like, I've got so much on my plate. I didn't even want to wrestle Braun Strowman. I'm like, dude, you did that to yourself. Yeah. You did that to you yourself. It to yourself so. And so he's, he's starting to get to the point where he's like, you know, I've got this universal title. This is too much of a hassle. You know, tight spot. I don't remember. I don't remember many champions, many face champions thinking of themselves. This is too much work. I know. I'm tired of all this work. I know. He's keeping it real, though. I just want to chill. So, anyways, Braun thinks that's a challenge. So, uh, maybe there'll be a match tonight. At that point, it seemed kind of open-ended. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, later on, it was confirmed, yes. It was Seth versus Braun. But in, based on this segment, it seemed like it should have been for Universal title, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Next. Yeah, AL- ALK here in chat. So he, it, I do appreciate. There is some consistency with Braun Strowman. He is booked kind of as a dullard. He take he says here he takes offense as he takes yeah, he takes offense at innocuous things people say all the time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's it's just sort great. of his thing. It's pretty great. Anyway. Anyways, uh first match of the night, Viking Raiders taking on the OC. This is a fun match. Um this we heard the OC's new music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Screamy. 
They make a big deal about. I mean, they gave him new music. They look their their packaging looks great. They have them. They give him a very wordy lower third that has yeah, all the yeah, words yeah, to yeah. it yeah. In, in in sequence. Um, they they need to get some wins in here. That's the thing. They need to get some wins. That's the thing because that didn't happen this time. I mean, here's the thing: they're the bad guys, and the Viking Raiders are the good guys. If the good guys are finally going to get a win cleanly over the bad guys, that needs to be like either at a pay per view or in a big match like after the OC has already gotten the better of them. Yeah, they cheated and stuff. Yeah. That's what needs to happen. Anyways, uh, the match is pretty fun. At one point, AJ gets involved trying to mess with Hanson. Uh, ref sees it. Kicks AJ You're from ringside. Right here. And he's going up the ramp complaining. Cedric runs out, attacks him, chases him backstage. Um, in the finish, saw uh, uh, Ray Rowe escape the magic killer. He tags in Hanson. And the the War Raiders win with Viking experience. Mm-hmm. I can't. I just can't get in the habit of calling them Eric and Ivar. It's Ray Rowe and Handsome Man. I I don't know which one's which. I don't care. Ray Rowe, I think, is Eric. Um, in one ear, out the other. I know. Doesn't they're, matter. They're Rowe and Hanson, man. They're they're Ray Rowe and Hanson. And <laughs> they're War Machine. They're Ray Rowe and Hanson. And in fact, every time Michael Cole calls them those ridiculous names, I always then remember. Oh, that's right. They renamed them. Mm-hmm. And then. Out the other mm-hmm. year, so yeah, no, I'm with you on that one, man. They're to me, honestly, they're still War Machine. I know, same. <laughs> they're still Ray Rowan. I War Raiders is past books, at least that's what they were in NXT. Yeah, can't I can't call them Viking Raiders, can't, I just can't do it. I'm with you on it. It's isn't it funny how, like, time after time, NXT people have been redubbed, uh, renomed, and we'll we'll adhere to it. Okay, that's fine. Jordan Miles, I'll call him Jordan. I mean, to the, we still kind of call him ACH. Yeah, but I'll call. Him, eventually, I'm fine. With I, that. I have a hard time calling Trevor Lee Cameron Grimes. Me too. But we're gonna get there. Hmm. Alistair Black. I love Tommy. That's a great name. But he's firmly Alistair Black right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I feel like cause I wasn't as familiar with his work as Tommy N as I obviously am now. But like, True. I still have a hard time, partially because it's hard to pronounce Dominic Dijakovic. I just want to call him Donovan Dijak. To this day, I just call him Dijak or Dijak. You know, <laughs> that's all I can do. On the other hand. I don't even know who Sam Shaw is. All I know is Dexter, Dexter Loomis. Loomis. <laughs> that fit perfectly. But but 99% of the time, we roll with it, and we do our best to to honor uh, the wishes of WWE. Obviously, yes. But in this case, this this is an extreme example of how this ridiculous is, this Vince is, can this be. Is, yeah, this is Eric and good. Ivar, after we've known them for months. Terrible. Justin NXT is Hanson and Rowe. Get out of here. Get out of here with that. It's insulting my intelligence insulting. as a, 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 a viewer. And uh, ingester of your content. Ingester. Just have some consistency here. Consistency is all we want. In in main roster. Main roster. That's all I want. Absolutely. Anyways. War Machine won. I'm with you on that, man. War Machine won. Next, we had a Bob Roode interview. Uh, He was asked, does he stand a chance uh, tonight in this fatal five way? He goes, yeah, very pin Seth Rollins. I think my chance is pretty good. They're going to be... And he walks off rather than saying glorious. No, he said glorious. It was just very understated. Oh, okay. He said, it's going to be absolutely... Glorious. It was cool. I man, I number I was one typing something. That's why I didn't. No, hear. it's totally cool. Uh, he looks great with the title. Uh-huh. God, he looks. And I don't care. If it's the crap ass raw tag title. I don't care. It looks great. It does look good. And Bob Roode looks like a million bucks. This dude gets on the mic, and I'm like, this guy is happy again. What he needs. To, well, they, it's a small touch. They need to do this unless he's about to start wrestling. Put him in the suit. I agree. Put him in the suit. Hundred percent. I agree. Put him in. It doesn't have to be a thousand dollar suit. It's got to look like a thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, any suit he wears looks like a thousand dollars. Let's be honest. He looks like a million bucks. He does. Yeah. Uh, next, we had a sit down interview between Michael Cole and Becky Lynch. Never a fan of these. Yeah. They're, especially with Becky, she needs. She seems like such a kinetic individual. Yeah. She needs the the, the she needs the room to move. Yeah. She shouldn't be sitting down. She Mm-mm. should be if a if they're gonna do a sit down interview with Becky, she should be pacing. You know, she's like, Becky, you can take a seat. Don't tell me what to do. Or Michael Cole tries to sit down. She kicks the chair out from under him, something like that. He falls <laughs> on his butt. I mean, yeah, you can add Pratt Falls, I suppose. Oh, That'd be yeah. good, too. That's, that one never fails to entertain. <laughs> Either that one or when someone sits down, you pull a chair from behind him. I did that once. All right, that indie wrestler did that to that lady yeah. who was, like, yelling at him. Yeah. She, she has a beard. She turns around. And you could tell immediately he was like, I went too far. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that, but it's it was funny, so though. easy. It was good. Oh, it's so satisfying to watch somebody pull a chair. I'll somebody. tell you what, it's even more satisfying to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I've done it once in my life, and it was great. It is. It is. But uh, you feel immediately bad. You're like, oh, you I do. just caused this chaos here. You do, to a degree. Yeah. That was hilarious, though. And she had a good sense of humor about it, That's that lady. Because on Twitter, somebody posted it, 
And then he, I think he posted like the guy, I forget the guy's name, but he posted like the, the face palm emoji. And then she said, you owe me a beer or something like that. Like, it's all good. good yeah. Good fun. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Becky was just talking about her match <laughs> with Tasha at Hell in a Cell. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he said, uh, you're the one who wanted it inside Hell in a Cell. Uh, and she said, yeah. She's been in it, but she didn't win. Mm-hmm. And it's all about keeping her inside Hell in a Cell. Not keeping Bailey out Not of keeping the match. Bailey, yeah, from getting in because uh, Sasha ran into the crowd last time. Mm-hmm. So yes. yeah. Uh, next, Rusev taking on EC3. EC3 got a jobber entrance, and uh, jobber he was. Not much of a match here. I think EC3 got on like three clotheslines. He was on it. TV. That's was on one TV. baby step. He was on TV. Fresh off win the 24-7 title during the uh, most recent tour. Um, but Rusev won with a Moshka kick, followed up with the accolade. If he doesn't, if if EC3 doesn't, uh, how great, EC3 would have been great in this Maria Canellis, Mike Canellis angle. I know. Um, if EC3 doesn't inadvertently, unknowingly, uh, and completely out of his hands make Vince mad, maybe he'll get more time on TV. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully. Uh, after that, we got a Rey Mysterio promo. Um, he says, uh, I almost retired a few weeks back. But here I am, wrestling for a chance to be to take on Seth Rollins for Universal Championship, and that's all thanks to my son Walter. Mm-hmm. He talked me out of retiring, so I'm dedicating this match to my son Walter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is for you, Walter. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see my dad. Why doesn't he just challenge Walter for the NXT uh, UK title, and then he can have that belt? Well, he's not going to challenge his own son. That'd be weird. He's not going to fight his son. We're talking about Ray, right? Yeah. Yeah, why would he challenge his son? It could be a friendly. Match? It could be a friendly. Oh, man, I don't know. I don't think Walter's ready for that. He oh. has both been, like, a, he's both a very experienced wrestler on the indie scene. And never wrestled at all. And <laughs> has never wrestled at all. Yeah. He exists in two universes. I guess so. After that, we had Sasha Banks versus Nikki Cross. Uh, of course, last week, Sasha and Bailey picked up a win against the tag team champions. Mm-hmm. So this week, it was time for some payback. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, that payback didn't really come. Nikki Cross was on the verge of winning. Uh, and then Bailey got uh, all in the mix, distracting yeah. the referee. Uh, Alexa Bliss comes over to help out. Oh, man. She laid out Bailey. Yeah, she did. Yeah. And then she tossed her into the office chair. Yeah. I love when they use those plush Same. office chairs. Same. Um, finish saw uh, Nikki hit a top rope cross body. Sasha rolls through into the bank statement. Nikki taps. Was a Very cool smooth roll into yeah, the bank really statement, too. Yeah. Uh, Alexa Bliss gets in the ring afterwards. She eats the backstabber in bank statement, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, so after that, we had the OC backstage calling each other uh, mother lover. Carl Anderson. Sorry, Carl Anderson. Carl and Machine Gun. Doc Gallows were, were holding their ribs, nursing their injuries from their match against War Raiders. AJ was fired up. Oh, yeah. we did. I must have zoned out. Did we mention the Cedric thing? Did you mention yes, the Cedric yes, thing? Yes. thought he was supposed to be buried by Vince McMahon. Huh. Apparently not. Lol. He's still a thing. Anyways, uh, yeah, he was like, Cedric's not in my league. And then he got going to say how no one in the Fatal Five way in the, in the not main event tonight was in his league either. They're not in my league. He goes, put him up. They too sweet. And AJ goes, ah. Good stuff. Mother lover. After that, Street Profits hyping up the show. Then Miz comes in. Mm-hmm. So there's no question about this. Who's the father in this scenario? Maurice just gave birth to another baby girl. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, Miz says next week on the season premiere of Raw, he will host Miz TV with Hulk Hogan. Brother. Ugh. Isn't that funny? Yesterday, just yesterday, you were saying, I don't want to see Hulk Hogan on my TV screen. And then Miz gave you exactly what you did not want. It. Yeah. And then Ric Flair is going to be on it too. And then Miz Ooh. did the... Terrible Fargo strut. Yeah. You shouldn't try to mimic anything Ric Flair does. So this is cool. Uh, Bash of the Beach 94? Was that when they yeah. had their big match yeah. in WCW? WCW. WC. And they had that little mini parade for Hogan. Mm-hmm. To the streets of Walt Disney World. Yeah, that's right. Confused onlookers everywhere. It's like, why are they having this parade? This is Disneyland, not Hogan Land. Is that like a celebrity impersonator? <laughs> He looks different. His face looks different. His face looks really different. <laughs> it's not the Hulk Hogan I remember seeing in, in 10 years ago. Where's his weird round puffy face? Now it looks all lean and different. As if he's doing something different with his body. Or not doing something different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, yeah. You know, Cerberus actually mentions this. Hogan's name got booed. I know. There were boo. There was a smattering of boos in Good. the crowd. So... 
you know. See how that goes for them. Wilson. Where were they? Where were they yesterday? They were San in Francisco. San Francisco. At the new Chase Center. Oh, yeah. And next week's going to be in Phoenix. Yeah, those are two different territories right there. Phoenix will probably, they'll probably cheer him. Probably. It's entirely possible. Yeah, I'm not sure that's a national thing quite yet. But we'll, 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 we'll see. We'll find out. We'll find out. Montez throws to uh, uh, the Kofi Brock video package recap and happen on SmackDown at the end of all that. Mm hmm. And then we got a match between Lacey Evans and Ember Moon. This was fun, especially that uh, clips Ember Moon did off the apron. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, that was cool. That, that was, was incredible. Really yeah, that was good stuff. Ember Moon's so good. She's amazing. She should not be jobbing out to Lacey Evans. No, that's what happened, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ember goes to the top, like, go for the eclipse. They're kind of jostling for position. Lacey has a handful of Ember's hair and then hits her woman's right. And then kind of stands over for a bit. Doesn't go for the pin. Instead, puts in the sharpshooter. Ember taps, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Then they go backstage. You see Natalia there, and she's watching the sharpshooter, and she's like, "That's." She's smirking. She's like, "Oh." She's like, oh, "That's not really how you do that move." Because it wasn't how you do it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's she's she does an interview, and she's like, "Yeah, I'll give uh, Lacey Evans a rematch." And then and then this time she'll tap out to sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, uh, Firefly Funhouse advertised several times previously uh, mm-hmm. on the show. Um, so Bray. He's doing stuff with the wall of friendship. He has a picture of Kane up there now, and there's a what? There's a frame with uh, this like uh, black background. Yeah, on it, right? just, so there's yeah. always room for one more. Uh huh. Um, and so he turns around, and there's Huskus and Rambling Rabbit, Rambling Rabbit fighting yeah. over something. He pulls it out of Huskus's mouth. It's a uh, Seth Rollins action figure. Yeah, you guys are fighting over Seth Rollins. And then uh, Rambling Rabbit says, "No, we're sharing." And then Huskus said stuff I had a hard time understanding. <laughs> yeah, I forget what he said, but yeah, it was it was very difficult because there's a lot of <laughs> squeals yeah, interspersed around. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> they have that conversation. Bray warns them not to love someone or or, or things too much mm-hmm. because it opens you up to emotions, vulnerability, emotions that you probably don't neglect, loneliness, loneliness. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Rambling Rambit said he doesn't want the fiend to hurt Seth. And then Bray suggests. Maybe I'm not out to hurt him. Maybe I'm out to protect him. Mm-hmm. And then he takes the Seth action figure, snaps it in half, says sharing is caring, but rather than giving the halves to Huskus and Rambling Rabbit, he just tosses them aside. Tosses them, yeah. Yeah. Then he says, see you in hell. <sighs> let him in. Uh, yeah, let him in. Uh, Do you see that glow in dark shirt they have for him now with the, the lantern on it? No. It's not bad. That sounds awesome. It'd actually be really cool if they didn't have Let Me In and giant letters on the back. Well, nobody looks at the back. The but the actual shirt. front of the shirt's pretty cool. It's just the it's lantern, cool but it's idea. stylized and then, you know, where the lantern illuminates. That's I think I thorn. bought this, but in the in the, the, the t shirt version of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damien Pre shirt. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Where's the. Let's new, go up to Superstars. New. Oh, know. this one? Yeah. Oh, wow. Look at that guy. Yeah, if it didn't have let me on back, I think it'd be pretty neat. Oh, yeah, but that's not going to be too heavy. That's not terrible. I mean, it's not so much the heaviness of it. It's like they just have they just insist on putting stuff in the back that's unnecessary. Yeah. Like if it was just the front, that's cool. That's cool, man. I dig that. It glows in the dark. And I always that's love really when neat. things glow in the dark. Yeah, you know what else glows in the dark? Oh, yeah. These stickers that you get right now at friendomarket.com. Look at that stack of stickers I got right here. We've got a stack of signed postcards over there. We've got this shirt. So it's a shirt sticker pack to celebrate our five-year anniversary over at friendomarket.com. Yeah. we got superstar artist Juan Ortiz. He's done all sorts of great shirts for that all sorts has, of pro wrestlers. That he has. Over the years, you get that. You get this hologram slow wolf pack sticker right here. And then you also get, there's another sticker. It's right here yeah. on my laptop. It's the graphic from the shirt in sticker form. Mm-hmm, but in a different colorway. Yeah. So it's a really great deal. Right now, friendomarket.com. Go check it out. Yes, yes, yes. And thank you. Uh, after that, our uh, truth and Carmella come running down the ring. Loser locker room gives chase. They surround the ring. Carmella grabs a mic. Or sorry, she tells them all to stop. She grabs a mic, drops a promo, asking them to stop chasing her and our truth. Her life is a nightmare. Mm-hmm. She can't do anything. She can't eat. She can't sleep. She can't do anything. Yeah. Um, and and she, she's like just complained. Our truth is like. I can't do this anymore. I can't do it. Our truth comes up, gives her a hug. Mello rolls him up. She's a new 24 7 champion. And truth seems very happy for his friend. Yeah. To have done that to him. Raises her hand. Mm hmm. Um, and then the women's 
loser locker room comes running out. I thought that was cool. That, that was, was the cool. that was the one moment about this that I thought was like, oh, that's pretty clever. Like it's so it's so. I don't know. It was. I thought it was very clever. It was pretty good. To give uh, comes down the ring. Carmella uh, jumps on our truth back. They run out of there. Locker room gives chase. Yeah, it was actually pretty funny. I like. I like when Truth tried to get on Carmella's back and realized it wasn't going to work, yeah. so she gets back on. I thought that was really good. That was pretty good. Uh, next, Sasha and Bailey backstage blocked exactly how Steve loves it. Just two people standing next to each other talking with the camera there for some reason. I can't stand this. Like, I'm here's the thing. I'm totally fine if they're talking to the camera. Yeah. Because that's like, okay, it's somebody sent somebody sent a cameraman back there to have them address the situation. I'm totally fine with that. If this is like supposed to be the conversation between two people, that's kind of asinine. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Mm-mm. So, anyways, they're talking about I'm gonna be the the person standing finally in hell in a cell. Yeah. So yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 And Actually, then, uh, this is a good question. Gamer Realm. I don't know if anybody's going to ask this question later on. Uh, but um, the women's loser locker room was, of course, the main event players, Dana Brooke and Sarah Logan. Yes, uh, the Iconics. The Iconics came out. Okay, I didn't oh, I notice. saw Billy Kay. Okay, okay. Uh, who do you think is going to be the first uh, woman from the women's? Oh, it should be the Iconics. Yes, it should be. It should be the Iconics. I agree. Although I'm rooting for Dana Brooke. Uh, I think everybody's rooting for Dana Brooke. I think she's great. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, yeah, they were just kind of talking backstage. Sasha and Bailey were about, I'm going to do this, first that. <laughs> so I want to make sure I got that right. So uh, a couple people here in chat are talking about what Corey Graves said when Carmella won the title. Did he say it's going to be a good night for me or something like yeah. that? <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Uh, after that, we had uh, Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura in the locker room. Sami was going on on. With Nakamura, he stands up, uh, says something to Sammy in Japanese, and then Sammy backs off. Yeah. Which is good. Uh, even Nakamura gets annoyed by Sammy sometimes. Yeah, he's about to get B-slapped. Yeah, man. Uh, after that, the amazing, immaculate, commanding King Corbin. Riveting. Riveting. Regal. Uh, King Corbin. And they've changed his name on the roster page to King Corbin mm-hmm. appropriately, although sadly mm-hmm. they don't have him. Um, maybe they maybe they updated even that now. Oh, uh, uh, clad in his regal attire. They should. He looks great. Yeah, was, they did a heck of a job replacing the corny looking stuff with stuff that looks still corny. But so yeah, like so. you said earlier, it's a it's a very Game of Thrones inspired. Yeah. And I, they made a bunch colors. of Game of Thrones references too. They said the the cape was made from direwolf, mm-hmm. Valerian steel, mm-hmm. all sorts of Game of Thrones references. Yeah, that was good stuff. Um, so before the match starts. Baron Corbin. Oh, he's taking on Chad Gable. Oh, no. Still just in his vest. Uh, Corbin grabs the mic. Says, I'm not here to make a bunch of jokes. You're still going to come up short. <laughs> and then, uh, gosh, he says something else to punctuate it. He said he shouldn't uh, He shouldn't have to be fighting people who are that small, I think. Something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It should it's be like a height, height minimum. Height five minimum, five. Yeah. 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 Uh, match begins. Fun match. Unless quite as good as the King of the Reek final, but it's still pretty good. And the crowd was super into Chad Gable picking up that W. Yeah, man. Yeah. And he was on the verge. He had uh, Corbin in a really, really great ankle lock that mm-hmm. they were uh, they were selling quite a bit. And then Corbin, uh, he was able to get to the corner where his scepter was. Mm-hmm. He grabbed that, laid out Chad Gable. with the, like He got him a couple times and then gave him the sort of execution-style shot to the to back, back of the, of the neck. Head, oh, that was rough. That was rough. That was good. That was rough. Like for a second, it looked like I mean, this is actually Game of Thrones. He would have like impaled him. Oh, I know, yeah. But yeah, no, it looked great. Got the sword and cut him like this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good stuff. Explodes his head. Oh, I know. God, that show was so violent. It was a very violent show. It was a very violent show. Highly entertaining. I like when people's heads explode. That was gruesome. Didn't someone get like literally get cut like that? Oh, probably. Oh, Didn't that, that happen? Didn't something like that happen during the joust? At like yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I think it happened there. Didn't it happen there? And then someone like killed her horse too in that same scene? Yeah, I think. Something like that. That was a rough scene. I know, man. Can't believe they killed a real horse in that movie. I don't think they did. That was a different HBO show that had some <laughs> horse problems. Aww, that's so messed up. I know. Anyways. Whoops. Anyways, next, another AOP promo. Uh, they start, they kind of set up similarly as last week. Mm-hmm. And they said, so last week we talked about how who AOP were. We're going to show you now. So they get up. They're just in the locker room of the Chase Center with like a black backdrop and 
well lit, but you see like people there shooting it. So they walk out, go in the hallway, they find I think Kurt Hawkins and No Way Jose. That's exactly who it was. No, Be- it was Heath. It was Heath. Heath. Okay, yeah. I know it's No Way Jose and someone else. I think it was Heath. Uh, beat the heck out of them, and they just cut, and they're sitting back, uh, and they finish their promo. Yeah. What did you think about this compared to the previous one? All of the other ones better. Me too, and I, w- I hope they don't simply replay this tonight. They probably will. Because it'll just be... At least well, get some new... They're the same arena, get some new B-roll of the beatdown with two different people. I'd be fine with that if they, if they do like a new one, but if they just replay the same one, it's like, well... It, it sort of gave us the illusion that it was live, yeah. that it happened live. So, and then on top of that, it's like, well, you just had, you just basically, this is my problem with it. They just sucker punched a couple of like losers. You yeah, know I what know. I mean? I know. They, they sucker punched. Go up to Bob Rude and Dolph and try that. Right, exactly. Like go take out Braun or something. Yeah. I mean, the two people they beat up aren't even a tag team. Yeah. And they were just milling about. So it's not like they knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's like, not go, really. Set up to Brock in a couple of weeks. It's not really the best way to Mm-mm. demonstrate your might. Mm-mm. It's like, yeah, we just sucker punched a couple of losers. Yeah. I know. They're really cool, though. They look great in those suits. They do. And I love they're letting them speak in their... That's the best part about their it. Their native languages. Because, like, they're great when they're speaking. Oh, hell yeah, man. I mean, they're actually pretty good when they're, when they're in English, too. Yeah. Like, in well, the sit-down situation. Who, Acom's actually from Canada. So I guess I shouldn't say native languages and speaking in different languages. Probably his parents' yes. native language, I yes. would assume. Yes. Anyways, it's great. Yeah, really. And, and I hope, I hope if, if this turns out to be a success, that uh, they'll actually allow more wrestlers to, or not force them all to speak English. Yeah, no, I agree. Next, Fatal Five-Way, number 10 of Universal title. You got Ray, you got Ricochet, you got Bob Roode, AJ Styles, and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, Ricochet got an interview and got gorilla position. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I mean, they they can they. He's he's trying to be uh, an inspirational figure. They get the underdog stuff from him really well. Yes, you know, I'd say that I'm out there to prove that uh, superheroes do exist. It's still so much fun to see Ricochet. Oh hell yeah, man! You man, it's so awesome. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, uh, everybody comes out. They have a match. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's fun stuff. Ricochet and uh, Ray were doing a lot of fun stuff early on. We didn't really mm-hmm. get to see them mix it up too much because as soon as they were like standing off with each other, I forget who it was, AJ or somebody came in and sort of broke it up and started, you know. So it was a lot of heel on face action. Although there were some moments where like uh, Bob Roode and AJ got an extended sequence were first working together and then not. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then Nakamura and AJ had some time to square off against one another. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, first elimination came. Courtesy of Shinsuke Nakamura. So Ricochet hits a recoil on Bob Roode. And then as soon as he's, he hits that, Nakamura hits him with a Kinshasa from behind. Pins Ricochet first eliminated, mm-hmm. which is a bummer. Yep. Um, later on, AJ pins Nakamura after a phenomenal form. And then right away, Bob Roode picks AJ up, hits him with a glorious DT. That's pretty cool that Bob Roode got to eliminate AJ Styles. I know. That was very cool. I mean, all the evidence is right there that, yeah, apparently Paul Heyman, the guy in mm-hmm. charge now, mm-hmm. really likes Bob Roode. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, let's get a title on him. Doesn't matter which one. Let's get a title on him. Well, I think <clears throat> 24-7 is probably out of the equation. <laughs> okay. There's always the 24-7 exemption. Whenever yes. I talk about a title, that is not one of them. So it's down. The final two are Rey Mysterio and Bob Roode. Uh, finish that saw Rey avoid a glorious DDT. And kind of like a one fluid motion, avoided the glorious DT and flung Bob Rude into the ropes. It's a 619 springboard frog splash for the win. But they had a lot of uh, back and forth of them trying to hit their finish and escaping each other's finish. I've actually actually been straight at the end. Very happy to see Bob Rude in the position he's in right now. Hopefully it continues. And it is interesting to see a guy who was essentially had been buried. Mm -hmm. And you see how you can rehab that. Mm Mm-hmm into something that you start believing is a winning situation. Oh, yeah. Um, then we have a Seth interview, which you talked about earlier. Ah, I'm so tired. Like, so I'm in over my head. Ah, I'm in a tight spot. I'm in a tight spot. And the main event, Braun versus I'm a Seth. I'm man. man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want Bob. Yeah. I'm a Dapper Dan man. I'm a Dapper Dan man. Um, Braun has the advantage early at one point, and Seth – Gets him in a position for a stomp. Braun catches him. Goes for a power slam. Seth escapes. Pushes Braun outside. Seth hits two suicide dives. And he goes for a third and kind of stumbles. I'm not sure if that was intentional or not. Probably not. Braun catches him. 
Choke slams him on the apron. Hits a shoulder tackle, then another shoulder tackle, then power slams him on the floor. He tosses Seth back in the ring, gets Seth on his shoulder for another power slam. Lights go down. Here comes the Fiend. Mm-hmm. Lights, strobe lights come back up. Fiend uh, has a, a Braun on the mat, Mandible Claw engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, and he like he sort of gets between Seth and well, Braun. Yeah, he cr- he's crawling over to Seth, and Seth is like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> in my head, it's all just Wilhelm scream. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, he's over there screaming or something. Yeah. But then rather than, like last week, the Fiend got up in Seth's face, acting all creepy. This time, so he's crawling over towards Seth, turns to get between Seth and Braun. He's protecting Seth, seemingly. Yeah. Yeah. So Braun starts to come to lunges towards Fiend. Fiend puts Mandible Claw back on him. Mm, yeah, takes out Braun seemingly for good and then just gets all up in Seth's grill. Um, yeah, I like this, man. I thought it was, I kind of figured, like, this was kind of what I was aiming at last week. I was like, instead of attacking Kane, like, he lays out, he's like protecting Seth from everybody else. And I thought it would have been much more powerful last week if he lays out five guys. Yeah. And, you know, and Seth is freaked out. He's like, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I can do to the guys that are attacking you. Imagine what I can do to you. Yeah. Um, do you see some any of this stuff from after the show went off the air? Yeah, I did. I did. Kind of interesting. I mean, it. I mean, I know people are sort of. So what happened after the air was uh, essentially um, Seth hits the Fiend with like, I don't know, four stomps. Lights go up. But like the first one, Fiend literally just no sells. It gets back yeah, up. Yeah. Um, and he goes like basically from corner to corner. He just keeps on stomping him. And then the lights go out and the Fiend uh, is gone when they come back up. Um, does that give us any hints as to what's going to happen at Hell in a Cell? I don't know. I don't know. But then you get this Braun situation here. Braun can get himself involved. Is that match going to be in Hell in a Cell? Yeah. Okay. It is. Okay. So it's going to be that one and Sasha. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Becky one. Yeah. Becky. Okay. But he, I can totally see at some point Braun coming down to the ring, ripping the door off Hell in a Cell and getting involved. I would like that simply because I want to. I want Braun to be involved in this. Mm-hmm. I think it's natural for him to do mm-hmm. that. Um, and then I don't know. Maybe that'll lead to a to like a triple threat or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. This next pay per view is a Survivor Series after Hell in a Cell. Mm. So who knows? Anyways, let's talk about the last episode of SmackDown Live on USA, Steve. Ooh. SmackDown preview time. First entry: Roman Reigns clear the air with Daniel Bryan. Roman Reigns wants to talk to Daniel Bryan to clear the air, and Bryan has agreed to meet with the big dog face-to-face. The conversation comes after weeks of tension between Reigns and Bryan following the mysterious attack on the big dog. After it was revealed that Bryan's protege, Eric Rowan, was behind the attacks, Bryan had some harsh words for his large ally. Last week, Eric Rowan, the recently returned Luke Harper, even laid out Bryan, and Reigns surprisingly came to Bryan's aid to no avail. What will Reigns have to say to Brian? Find out on SmackDown Live Tuesday on USA Network at 8, 7 Central. They didn't call. I'm sad. They should have had this be the Roman Reigns-Daniel Bryan Summit. Oh, yeah. And then the summit doesn't happen. Uh, next, Kofi Kingston to discuss challenger Brock Lesnar in sit-down interview. I wonder if he's going to be pacing. Ooh. Maybe somebody's watching this and they'll have him pace. Yeah, block it differently. So Because, man, if, you, if, there, if there's any time that you could conceivably pace, it's like the prospect of fighting Brock Lesnar. Uh, exactly. Brock Lesnar sent a beast of a message to WWE champion Kofi Kingston last Tuesday on SmackDown Live when he and Paul Heyman challenged the champion to a title match on October 4th and the Beast Incarnate F5'd Kingston. The fighting champion has since accepted Lesnar's challenge and will have a special sit-down interview on Tuesday to talk about the anticipated showdown. Find out what Kingston has to say on SmackDown Live Tuesday on USA Network at 8, 7 Central. Well, they did that twice. Everyone. Charlotte. Three times. Oh, wow. Look at that. They didn't do the last they one. They didn't do the last one. That's weird. Uh, Charlotte Flair to team with Carmella against Bailey and Sasha Banks. Carmella surprisingly came to Charlotte Flair's rescue last week to stop a two-on-one attack from SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey and Sasha Banks. This Tuesday on SmackDown Live, Mella will team up with Flair against Bailey and Banks in tag team action. How will this unlikely pairing work together against a set of former WWE Women's Tag Team Champions? Find out who will stand tall on SmackDown Live Tuesday on USA Network at 8, 7 Central. Finally, Shane McMahon invites Kevin Owens to SmackDown Live to settle lawsuit. Shane McMahon invited Kevin Owens to SmackDown Live to settle the lawsuit that Owens had served to McMahon last Tuesday after being pronounced fired the previous week. Kevin Owens emerged in the crowd only to have Shane O'Mac call him into the ring to address his record lawsuit. His record lawsuit? Yeah, his is the largest amount wrongful of money. Okay. Termination lawsuit ever. Now it appears McMahon may be open to finding a way to settle the dispute with Owens in a different way. And then it has a Shane McMahon tweet. 
This is an important time for WWE and its superstars. We cannot afford to have distractions. Therefore, I am inviting Kevin Owens to SmackDown Live tonight so we can settle this lawsuit once and for all. So are they going to have a summit of some sort? Yes, summit. Will Owens accept the invitation and come face-to-face with Shane? So it seems like there's a lot of talking right yeah, now. So there's really one does. match. And talking. And, and talking. There's a clearing of the air. There's a sit-down sit interview. interview. Riveting stuff always. And an invitation a summit to discuss a lawsuit. That seems like a summit. Yes, <laughs> That's a solid episode of SmackDown. Wow, riveting television. Which great way to to the transition from USA to Fox. So this one will result in violence. The last, the Shane yeah. and Kevin Owens one. The That's sit down interview is not no, gonna, no Brock. No violence there. Violence will happen there too. Clearing of the air, probably violence, but it's going to be Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan versus. Yes, obviously, yes. That's going to end up a tag team. Match Let's probably. answer some questions. Yeah. Yeah. Ron Armenta, Frendo Care Package sent yet? Uh, not for August. That's, that's on the, the agenda for this week, possibly today. Here is some money because you guys rock. Thank, Thank you, you, Ron. Ron. Gamer Realm, rumors say Ron SmackDown will get new stages. We talked about that in the new show yesterday. Yes, we did. Hopefully the SmackDown fist. Flesh mech fist. Yes. Yes. Or Fox Football Robot Fist. Maybe Raw will get the fist. Ooh. Mr. Ollie B27, Alistair Black to join forces with AOP to fight. I could see that as being a cool team, man. Mm. I could see that. Brandon Garza. He speaks in his native tongue. The other two speak in their native tongues, and yet somehow they all understand each other. Totally. Brandon Garza. Is Chad Gable becoming main roster Gargano? Uh, Maybe. Remains to be seen. Or he's becoming main roster guy who always loses. Yeah. Yeah. Scorpio 85, Simon, Larson, Steve, podcast dream team. There you go. We got to get Simon Miller here on this Heck podcast. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Great. The H champion joins us. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Over on the Patreon, you guys can, uh, for $1, you get access to the Patreon mm-hmm. thing. The question thread. Question thread. That's Wolfpack right. for life. Does that Twitter account about jobbers have any info on the guy facing Rusev? <laughs> Ethan Carter the Third used to wrestle an impact. On the name Ethan Ethan Carter the Third. Sounds good. Uh, let's see here. MWO official two sweeter Daniel Morris. So the club has a new theme. Why did they debut it on a match that they lose? Well, they didn't know they were going to lose. They were like, hey, we got this new theme song. It's going to hype us up. And then they, they, they do and they lose. Well, man, it doesn't matter what song you use. Yeah. You got to win a match. Yeah. Yeah. Wins and losses make the team, not the song. Man, that's a good. AKA Billy just says, Slow Wolf King Corbin is real. I have to make the Slow Wolf shirt for the crown on the head. Tees with the crown on the head. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see here. Uh, Alex Foster. In kayfabe, if a heel and face wrestler stay friends after one of them turns, how was their friendship affected? Well, we're kind of seeing that play out kind of with uh, Bailey and Sasha. Bailey's starting to adopt some heel tendencies. Yeah. Sasha's so a bad influence they on start her. To, yeah, they start to influence each other. I guess the stronger personality uh, would remain on whatever side of the spectrum they already are are on Mm -hmm. whereas the one who might not have as strong of a personality uh would start to get closer to you know how i kind of like how they play it is the backstage stuff between fire and desire yeah because mandy rose obviously is like super heel yeah so he just kind Mm of isn't into everything that mandy does no she's not but she just understands that's my friend that's what she does that's her business yeah totally when i'm in the ring with her as a tag team i'm gonna try to knock some fools out yeah um so i like it Let's see here. Get out of here. Uh, I do love, I love Bailey as like sort of oh, I know. low-key heel. It it's great. so good. It's yeah. so good. You can tell she's having a ton of fun, I too. know. I know. It's, it's awesome. It's really fun. Sucks having her friend back. Uh, let's see here. Rich, the Smash Bro. Why is Bray Wyatt handed title shots for doing absolutely nothing when you have Corbin putting on amazing matches the past month and he's not in the talks for one? Uh, did you, you, you recall when Corbin was in the title picture? <laughs> so I, I'm assuming Rich here is talking like in kayfabe. Oh, yeah. But I mean, why are title shots doled out to anybody in kayfabe? I mean, Bray getting his title shots really no different how it's done in New Japan. You challenge for it. Challenge for it. Yeah. And granted, his challenge came via the Golden One Center Twitter account. Right. But a challenge nonetheless. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's so. made a big splash. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. 
Thomas Dunnigan says, did Vince tell Renee to mutter D-bag towards King Corbin? Oh, maybe. I don't, rec- I don't recall that. I think that word is innocent enough. I mean, they've, they've been dropping ton of, tons of words. Light profanity. Mm-hmm. I think douchebag is kind of a, a lighter profanity word. Yeah, I think so. so. It's not in the list of banned words, is it? No, no. Okay. I don't even know if that was like a popular term or if that was even a term back then. Like with oh, yeah. the George Carlin thing? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. Some terms that you think are kind of recent probably go back further than we think. Let's see if I can get etymology of. I was, Let's see here. Ah, the slang usage of the term originated in the 1960s. Well, that's without the bag part. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Next question. <laughs> yeah, I could see Vince doing that. Uh, Rich is also annoyed at the prospect of next season being called the season premiere. He says, WWE never stops. Why do they keep saying that? Because it's a, it's a fresh, it's a, it's a, it's a fresh start. It's a fresh start. Yeah. And, I mean, usually and, you'd get that like spiritually after WrestleMania. Well, also you, anytime you hear season premiere, you think new things start. Reason yeah. to be excited again. Yeah. Look, man, the WWE, you're right. It never stops. So you have to be adding fresh coats of paint mm-hmm. from time to time. So, you know, just roll with it. Although Perry Swift here on Discord or Patreon also said that was annoying me throughout the whole show. Oh, wow. I literally forgot completely, totally about Discord today. Uh oh. I didn't even send him the link. Wow. I have not even been on there. So I'm going to go over to the Discord. Wow. You can get access to the Discord for a dollar. Wow. Let's see here. A lot of good old do you, I guess. (laughs) Let's see here. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, here we go. They're They're all up in arms right now. Henry says, are they going to post in Discord that they're going live? But says, damn, they even forgot to look in here. Number one, when you say they, this guy doesn't even have, I don't even think this guy knows how to use Discord. That's correct, I don't. Hafty says, if we never hear from you again, just know this is all your fault. Oh, goodness. Let's see here. Let's see if anybody has any questions. It's all just it's all just complaining about me, <laughs> me not posting the link. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Now we got some actual questions. I got other system. Yeah. Uh, Alex C. As awesome as The Fiend is, do you think it can be an evergreen gimmick or does it have a very set time limit? It Like everything else, they have to keep it fresh. It's got to evolve. And they have to keep them strong. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about this on News Brief today or what, but this idea that Goldberg might be showing up. Apparently, Mike Johnson from PW Insider said that Goldberg might be showing up on Raw next week for the season premiere, and that thing with Dolph might have been to set that up a little bit. Um, so if you have the, the perfect way to use guys like Undertaker and Goldberg. Um, and John Cena at this point. Is to do what they should have been doing all along, and that's to put the old guys, use the old guys to get over the new guys. You've got this wall of Bray, of Bray Wyatt's friends, mm-hmm. uh, and add Goldberg to that, mm-hmm. add The Undertaker to that, mm-hmm. have him take out high-profile people, yeah, like John Cena also, mm-hmm. um, have him take out people like that, and to a degree, you can keep the gimmick fresh. Yeah, Just keep doing new things with it. I yes, think Bray exactly. Wyatt is creative enough that if you just give it to him, you know, he can keep it fresh. Yeah, just got to keep evolving the character and, mm-hmm. and keep his stories. The fiend I see today needs to be distinctly different from the fiend yes. that I want, that the I see. The only constant is how people's uh, lives, kayfabe wise, change after dealing with fiend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they should all be different after that. Speaking yeah. of the fiend, uh, Andrew Jocelyn wants to know will the fiend lay out Ray next week on Raw? Oh, yes. But says, who would you add to King Corbin's court? I think you should add Chad Gable to his court. Yes, agreed. I think somehow, some way, you should get those guys on the same page. Uh, and I think I they'd be comedy gold together. I think it could be great. I think it could be great. Uh, John Paul Gill, how long does a fiend have to be untouchable for? I feel this theme of him terrifying needs to be kept strong. Hogan next week, brother. Do you think Hogan would be uh, would be okay taking the mandible claw? Flair would. Oh, Flair would totally do it. Flair would totally Hogan would do try it. to drop in a leg on the, on the fiend. <laughs> uh, do you think it's a certain? It's got to be a certainty that the fiend's going to interfere with that Miz segment, right? Well, for sure, I think it's, it's a certainty he's going to interfere in the main event, the Universal Title match between Ray and Seth. That's sure. a certainty. Sure, that's yeah. a certainty. Yeah. Um, what? What? Pause, what? Like, what? Do you, what's Hogan and Flair going to do? Like, we did, we sort of glossed know. over that. 
What are they going to do? Well, come on, speculate. There's got to be some point to them. Are they going to push 2K20? That's what I was going to say. Because they've been pretty heavily featured like in the... Well, Flair hasn't been. Hogan has, Hogan. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised that's part of it. I hope. I want something with 2K20. Maybe they'll actually have some information. a month. I know. I'll have some information about that. Uh, did you read Chode Masterson's question? No, I don't think so. Chode Masterson. Am I crazy for thinking that WWE's production value is much less than it, what it used to be? I feel like wrestlers can't act for, <laughs> for S nowadays, especially having things like homogenous sets, bland entrance videos, and robotic segment structures just ruins the watching experience. Thanks, friendos. They take less. The production value is, is good. It's that they take less risks. Yeah. You know, the, the, these days, they would never do a giant fist. No. Um, I hope that because, I hope that the rumors are true that SmackDown, we're going to get a giant fist. Um, I'm not optimistic. Uh, but, yeah, do something interesting with it. Do something cool with it. Chris P. Bacon, good day, fellas. Today, September 24th, it's Chris P. Bacon's 17th birthday. Any chance I can get a happy birthday from uh, the Hitman horse? Nay. That's the appropriate answer. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for five years of laugh, even though I've only been listening for half that time. Happy birthday, Chris P. Bacon. Man, Chris P. Bacon's been listening since he was, what, uh, 15, 14, something? 14 and a half. That's two and a half years. Goodness gracious. It's his birthday? Yeah. And he was the one who was smart enough to, to, to not let us know if Chris P. Bacon was a shoot name. Let's get or not. real here, man. We're not that smart. Do you think it's a shoot name? I forget. You thought that was more likely than Richard Nixon, but Richard Nixon was really a shoot name. Yeah. But I didn't put the probability high for either, though. True. True. Yeah, Chris P. Bacon. I don't know. Because it could be Christopher Peter Bacon, and the parents not thinking, oh, he's going to call himself the Chris P. parents Bacon. wouldn't think. What are you talking about? They're know. not going to realize Chris P. Bacon? Get out of here. Get right. Number one. Oh, listen. Here's the thing. This ain't like a Roy Nelsonma situation, okay? <laughs> this is Chris P. Bacon we're talking about. Yeah. If his name is a shoot, yeah. then the Chris and the Bacon are. The P definitely is not. There is no chance that this dude's parents thought, eh, hey, Christopher Peter Bacon, um, honey, what? Chris P. Bacon? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Not a chance. You never know. That's a 2% botched name if I've ever heard oh, of Oh, that's what I'm saying. It's possible. Perry Swift is Seth, the most boring character in WWE at the moment. Is who? Seth. <laughs> I don't know. He's becoming more and more relatable because, man, he does have a lot of problems, and I kind of feel yeah. for the guy. Yeah. Well, the problems are his own making. Stevie Bradley says, confirm there's no fist for the SmackDown set. Is that is that pass me by or something? What? Did somebody get that info out there? Stevie Bradley, what is your source? Go to your local journalism class and turn yourself in, son. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who confirmed it? Who? No fist. Will this, will this ruin your day if there's no fist? Uh, I don't know about ruining my day. I look, I want it to look cool, man. I want it to look cool. I want it to look neat. I'm looking at, I'm on ringside news right now. <laughs> well, they had a story about it on August 5th. August 5th. That was the last I well, seen. Well, I'm, I'm on it. this article about fans dragging China's appearance in WWE 2K20. Did they release a thing about they China? They did it still, I thought. Did, did they? <laughs> uh, oh, they released her entrance today. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that still doesn't look too bad. Kind of want to see this now. Oh, all right. That sounds like uh, good material for overrun, Steve. Yeah, it does. Maybe a little fast. I'm going to fast forward here. Oh, oh, it's got, got the, the t-shirt cannon. Or no, the, the firework, firework cannon. cannon. That's cool. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll save that one for overrun. <clears throat> Confirmed via Slice Wrestling. Well, that's... Well, right. that's got... That's tongue-in-cheek, right? Or that's a... It's like just... Uh, just this but is 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 truthful and reliable probably is like kayfabe news. 
<laughs> right. Right. Anyways. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, yeah, bonus episode, uh, YouTube channel members. All you got to do is hit that join button. It's yeah. $5 a month. And then uh, over on the Patreon, $5 a month, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Hey, be sure to hit that subscribe button. Click that notify bell if you always want your going in raw notifications, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.